Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 307 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Samantha Ants. Thank you, Samantha. Thank, Thank you, Samantha. you. I end joy that you're oh, here. I don't even know no, a Samantha. Okay. <laughs> what were you going to say, Katie? I end joy that she's here. Oh, I love that. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, Tiffany, anyway. now you can go on. Tiffany's <laughs> ready to end the episode now. <laughs> okay, today we will be discussing part two, and this is it for this chapter, you guys, of chapter three bang, of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, the Dursleys departing. So make sure that you've read that chapter and you're ready to flee your way through the details because we're leaving forever. Yep. Probably. Anyways, before we begin, has weekly profit news. I do. So they announced that the Yule Ball celebration is coming back, uh, like WizardingWorld.com. And they have announced it in Sydney, Australia, Mexico City, Mexico, and Santiago in Chile. And also the Forbidden Forest experience. So far, they have announced it in Little Elm, Texas, and I am really holding out hope that there's going to be a Forbidden Forest experience near us because I really want to go to that. Yeah, <laughs> it looks woods. so cool. I they they put a little text box on Instagram. Fillmore, <laughs> this child did not. <laughs> uh, Billy, keep going. Can you just go take that away from him? I just had to take a sock away from him. I'm totally mean, mom, right now. Pulling a force nail. <laughs> um, so I told them that they should come to Ohio because we have really cool woods that they could do it in. Yeah, We've we got the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Just saying. So, oh, and then also the Wizarding Almanac is coming out in October and it comes out October 10th. Which is basically mm. supposed to be like our encyclopedia that we've wanted. Yes. That's it the is. day before Katie's birthday. Happy birthday, Katie. <sighs> okay. That's all the weekly profit we got. Make sure. Oh, no. I'm going to sneeze. Make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends. Because if you like us, then they will, too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast <laughs> and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, our live recordings, our trivia games, our Swish swag boxes, and our more. Thank you all so much <laughs> for your support. <laughs> As always... We are accepting Potter stories, which you could send those to our email, uh, swishflickcast at gmail.com. You look like an old timey <laughs> cartoon. I'm sending what just happened in Discord. <laughs> Listen, it works. If you ever have to sneeze, <laughs> if you feel like you have to sneeze, but you don't want to, put your finger directly underneath your nose and it makes it go away. You can nah, also look up at the light. I was going tight. <laughs> I'm here to steal the train. 
Oh no, I took your job from you. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, hey, Catherine. (laughs) Did you know what it's time for, Catherine? (laughs) What time is it, Tiffany? It's time for the r- 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 recap. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh, I don't oh, know how to get, God. get away from Wait, that. What does Logan say from Gilmore Girls when he's making that voice in the newsroom? I've never watched I, Gilmore Girls. What does he Girls? say? I've got a scoop on a hot blonde, and I gotta put it to bed on the double. <laughs> put it to oh bed my on the God. <laughs> I really think I'd like that show. I need to watch it. Somebody's going to know. You're going to like it. And you're also going to be like, wow, this sucks and is very of the time. Well, (laughs) eh, that's that's most of the 90s. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame you. The last season was trash. Anywho, that's that's a conversation for a different day. Anyways, let me let me open my book again so I can do what I'm supposed to be doing here. Uh, you ready for wait tiffany we haven't even said the recap yet or I the know, shrubbery but i gotta get ready oh okay, okay. so katie go Sorry. what are you waiting for you've yeah, been introduced twice now by me and by tiffany and you're yeah. still not talking i need, oh, a, no. I need <laughs> a more grand <laughs> entrance <laughs> uncle vernon having a tough time can't decide does he go with the order does he not go with the order does harry want the house They've had the same argument over and over and over, and only one person could convince the Dursleys that they should go. Who would have thought Dudley saves the day? Okay, guys, I have to admit something. I forgot to do my summary. Because you freaking took mine. (laughs) 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 So wait, so this is Tiffany's job today? Yeah, Tiffany, do the summary. Um, uh, oh. <laughs> Dudley said some things. The battle's won. Hestia gets the mad. The Dursleys are racist. Yep. Hestia gets mad, rightfully so. Mr. Diggle's here. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a top hat. They're ready to go. <laughs> There's a change of plans. Yes. We have to adapt and grow. Aunt Petunia sucks. Ugh. That was perfect. That was perfect. I loved that for us. Okay. I took your job. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, okay. So Harry knows that if Dudley's scared enough and believes him, right, to to leave with members of the order that they've never met. um, Well, no, that's not true. Mr. Diggle was there when he shook Harry's hand in the street, right? That was him? Yeah. Yeah. Or I think of something else. What are you? I'm sorry. What did you say? Who shook his hand in the pub? Who that shook was, his hand in, that in was the leaky? Daedalus. Yeah, okay. So who Daedalus. shook his hand in the street randomly once? I actually think it was him because Harry remembered seeing him. Yeah. yeah. That's what made, that's okay. What made I was so going to say. Yeah. I knew. All right. Mr. Diggle. Got it. Okay. Um, so 
he knows that if Dudley's on board, everybody's got to be on board because there's no way that they would, A, let their son go away with unknown people, let alone witches and wizards, and B, they would never be separated from him in general. So, battle one. Harry checks the time on the carriage clock that is located on the mantelpiece. And I find it interesting. Like, why are you writing carriage clock and not just, like, clock? Right. I enjoy the detail and I think that that's very nice because it kind of like sets the mood for the decor of the room. Um, But I also was like, what's a carriage clock? Because I had no idea. A carriage clock is a clock with a handle on the top and its original use was intended for armies to carry the clock around during times of travel. And Harry and the Dursleys are about to travel and it's a war for an army. And I just really enjoy that connection. And if you wanted to click that link. I did. For the good old Wikipedia.com. My Grammy Graham had a carriage clock in her house. They're cute. I don't yeah. mind them. They're pretty. Carriage clock is a small spring-driven clock designed for traveling, developed in the early 19th century in France. Francais. Francais. The first carriage clock was invented by Abraham Louis something French. thinking. <laughs> 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 say Lincoln? I no. thought you were going to say Abraham Lincoln. Why would I say Abraham Lincoln? I don't know. Am I a fool <laughs> to you? No. I'm no clown. Like, wow, that's really weird. I can't <laughs> handle you at all. What's happening? In the slightest. I'm crying over Bur- nothing. Burgo? Burgay? Bur- I don't know. It's for... They, they made it for Napoleon. Oh, surprise. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. (laughs) A a short man. So Harry tells the Dursleys that people who are coming to get them are going to be there in about five minutes. And he notes that it's probably going to be the last time he's going to be with them. And this is a maybe forever kind of thing because his future is so uncertain. So whether he thinks that this is the last time because he might not make it out alive or whether he just really doesn't want to see them ever again is is debatable. I mean, we could we could debate that. We could. Yeah. Um, and I also want to know. Uh, I think I say this later on. I'm gonna wait a second before I before I make that note. Um, I love Deathly Hallows so much. It makes me happy. We do know that it's the author has book. said it's a pretty good book. <laughs> The author has stated that Harry does, in fact, see Dudley again, although it saddens me a little bit the way that it's described. Um, So it says, quote, because I I want it to be more. Harry and Dudley would still see each other enough to be on Christmas card terms, but they would visit more out of a sense of duty and sit in silence so that their children could see their cousins. (laughs) And I don't like that. Oh, Katie. (laughs) Duty. So, you know, that kind of makes me sad. I wish it was more, especially after what transpires, like, here right now where we are in the chapter. But it's whatever. It's not my choice. Quote, the prospect of parting probably forever from his aunt and uncle and cousin was one that he was able to contemplate quite cheerfully. But there was nevertheless a certain awkwardness in the air. What did you say to one another at the end of 16 years solid dislike? Okay. But... Well put. Well put. What would snarky Harry say? (laughs) 
Give me a snarky, hairy goodbye. It doesn't need to be long. One sentence, if anything. To the Dursleys as a whole? Yes. What would you say? Snarky, hairy. <laughs> Quick, lightning bolt. Real lightning bolt. Thanks for treating me like garbage my entire <laughs> life. See oh you never. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so long. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I would say. I'd be like, you're awful. Don't talk to me ever again. Bye. What a good goodbye. Yeah. Kate. Peace and chicken grease. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stay fresh cheese bags. Yeah. Stay fresh or cheese bags. <clears throat> toodles. <laughs> oh, toodles. Oh, toodles. Oh, man. Did you see what Bree said? See you no. at the next family reunion. <laughs> Terrible. It's presumptuous to assume I would ever show up to a family reunion. <laughs> oh Meg, there God. is no family. It's Marge, man. She's still around. I mean, Floating the somewhere. Dursleys don't die. No. But that's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's I just thought it was it was morbidly fun. Oh. I'll just sit here on my own dark island. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well the way that you were saying it made it seem like that. There was, like, they were all dead. I'm like, they're not all dead. I mean, they're not nice people, but. Anyways. (laughs) So, basically, Harry's like, you got five minutes. Deuces. Uh, And he's back in his bedroom. He's kind of milling around for something to do. And Hedwig is, I hate this. I know. Hedwig is still ignoring him, even though he's giving her some treats. And he says, quote, we're leaving soon, really soon, Harry told her. And then you'll be able to fly again. She does get to fly again, even if it is briefly. No, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, you're right. She doesn't. Uh, oh, she doesn't fly at all? No. Wait, are you sure? She dies in, yes. She in hits her cage? the bottom of her cage. Yes. Don't say that. Oh, me. that's I'm a movie. I'm thinking a movieism. Yes, you are, because he lets yeah. her out. Yeah. I'm and then she's immediately movie-ism. dead. But no, she does not get that last flight after being upset with Harry. Stop it. And you get to read it. <laughs> I'd say sad tweet, but it's a sad X now. It's a sad who a sad hoot. <laughs> Not that funny. <laughs> sad. Oh uh, okay. So yeah, so that's horribly upsetting for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm Sarah. So the doorbell rings and it's Hestia and Daedalus coming to pick up the Dursleys for a fun adventure. Harry Potter squeaked an excited voice the moment Harry had opened the door. A small man in a mauve top hat was sweeping him a deep bow. An honor as ever. (laughs) Did I sound like Jim? (laughs) (laughs) Jim, you guys are on a first name base. Thanks, Doodalus, said Harry, bestowing a small and embarrassed smile upon the dark-haired Hestia. It's really good of you to do this. They're through here, my aunt and uncle and cousin. Good day to you, Harry Potter's relatives, said Doodalus, happily striding into the living room. He's just so happy. I love him. him. With his little arms. He's like, honestly, probably, 
so <laughs> proud of himself that he gets to protect Harry yeah. Potter's family. Yeah. 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 And That's then awesome. he finds out they're losers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the Dursleys did not look happy at all to be addressed as like Harry Potter's family. Um, Harry half expected another change of mind. Dudley shrank nearer to his mother at the sight of the witch and wizard. Um, so that's kind of like all for my little section here. Um, but I did look up the meaning of Hestia, which means goddess of hearth and home and Daedalus means craftsman. I think it's cool that the two people who are taking the Dursleys to protection are also two people that are like callbacks to other times in the series. Mm -hmm. So like Daedalus, we've talked about it already. He was in Sorcerer's Stone and Hestia is a callback to Order of the Phoenix because she was part of the advance guard who gets Harry Mm -hmm. in Order of the Phoenix to take him to Grimald Place. Do you know what diggle means? I love this. What? It's a verb. Diggling. It's an activity that describes a person searching through a closet, junk drawer, yard sale, or basement, or any other location containing a worthwhile... Hold on. That was just the blip. Amount of diggle. It's a verb. We diggled that closet and we didn't find anything we were looking for. Uh, That sure was a lengthy diggle. We spent hours diggling. (laughs) This is also an (laughs) urban dictionary. (laughs) So it's a <laughs> We're now giving definitions from Urban Dictionary on Swish and Flick. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it here. Oh. <sighs> anyway. Um, I'm done. My oh. my note is during somebody else's thing. Got it. So Deedalus is very happy that they're packed. Uh, it's Mr. Diggle to you. Mr. Diggle. <laughs> Mr. Diggle. Is very glad they're, pa- they're packed. Um, and then he says, we shall be leaving before Harry does. He's basically giving them the lowdown on what's about to happen here. Um, he, we shall be leaving before Harry does. Due to the danger of using magic in your house, Harry being still underage, it could provide the ministry with an excuse to arrest him. We shall be driving... 10 miles or so before disapparating to a safe loca- to the safe location we've picked out for you. You know how to drive, I take it. <clears throat> and this I was well know how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> this was just such like a I mean, obviously he meant no harm by that, but it's just stop, you know, starting out on the wrong foot because it makes Vernon immediately lose respect for him. Um, which obviously is silly, but he's Vernon, you know. Um, so he's like, no, how to, of course I ready well know how to drive. Um, and (laughs) Mr. Diggle (laughs) is like trying to flatter him by being like, oh, wow. Well, like, that's so impressive. (laughs) He's just kind of digging himself into more of a hole. Wait, Um, Diggle's digging? Yeah. Diggle's diggling. He's diggling. (laughs) I can't say it. Um, so here is where we hear what the original plan was that Mad-Eye was going to come as well and side along apparate Harry, but they can't do that anymore. Um, and the, the plan has changed because of Snapey boy, we know, but Mad-Eye is going to explain. Um, 
So then Mr. Diggle goes on to explain that they're attempting to time the Dursley's departure with Harry's departure so that the charm breaks the moment all of them leave the house and do not plan to return. Um, and everybody's just kind of silent. Like nobody <laughs> knows what to do next because like, obviously now it's time to say goodbye. Um, mm-hmm. So Hestia is like, perhaps we should wait outside in the hall. Uh, she clearly doesn't get the vibe of the room and doesn't <laughs> read the vibe Hestia. and doesn't uh, understand that there will be no sad, loving, tearful farewell. Um, but she she thinks that it's tactless for for her and Mr. Diggle to stay in the room while they say goodbyes. Um, but they obviously don't need to worry about that. No. Yes. Okay. So time and like clocks and pocket watches and watches are like a big thing when you're reading this book. Like they're mentioned a few times. They're mentioned Um, a few times in this chapter alone. Well, and, and Harry gets, it's, customary for wizards becoming like of age turning 17 to receive a watch right and he gets um what's his name uh fabian brother fabian's pruitt watch um so i just thought that that was interesting because time is kind of like of the essence and also harry's time is linked to voldemort's time and Harry's time is linked to the time it takes for him to destroy the Horcruxes. And I just thought that that was really interesting. Yeah. I like that connection. Thanks. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Yeah. All right. We had short little blips. Blip blop. So Harry's like, yeah, that's not really necessary. Like, we don't need any <laughs> privacy. Um, but Uncle Vernon kind of takes care of that and he says unnecessarily loud, well, this is goodbye then, boy. I hate that he calls him boy. I hate it. It's demeaning. It is. I know. It's on purpose. Definitely on purpose. Yeah. He goes to actually shake Harry's hand, changes his mind at the last minute and just like puts his hand in a fist and like just swings it. I can't believe he can't even shake his hand like how small of a person are you i wrote coward literally such a freaking coward yeah it's bob schwartz um aunt petunia asks dudley diddy if he's ready and she's purposefully not looking at harry no eye contact your sister's son coward your nephew coward I think that it's because they they know that they've been wrong. Shame. Yeah, she can't face the actual Yeah, she feels shame. shame. Jinx Pascal. <laughs> Got it. But not enough shame to apologize. No. Uh-uh. Oh no. Of course but not. enough to feel it. Stubborn. Mm-hmm. Stubborn. Too much pride in the way there. Mm. Um, but Dudley doesn't answer. 
he's standing there. His mouth's a little bit open, like he's trying to work something out. And Harry thinks he looks a little bit like Grop. Shout out to Five! <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to read slash skim a little bit through the book. So Dudley says, I don't understand. And Aunt Petunia says, what don't you understand, Popkin? Hater. Oh, wait, what? no. I dislike her. I should not say her. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. What? So Dudley points at Harry and says, why isn't he coming with us? And Vernon and Petunia both just freeze. And Vernon's like, what? And Dudley says again, why isn't he coming too? And Vernon says, he doesn't want to. And then he goes, you don't want to, do you? And Harry's like, not in the slightest. No, Snaps. thank you. Would have moved out in third year if things didn't get screwed up. Okay, cool. So Vernon storms out of the room. <coughs> Pardon me. You all right? <laughs> yes. Uh, Dudley didn't move. And Vernon comes back. He like, says, what's now? What now? What now? And Dudley says, where is he going to go? And both Petunia and Vernon are like looking at each other like, what? Is <laughs> They're actually, like, why do you care? Yeah, like, what's happening? Um, Hestia Jones can't handle this. I kind of love her. She's like, but surely you know where your nephew is going, meaning Harry. And Vernon says, yeah, he's off with some of your lot. And Hestia is outraged. She's yep. like, our lot. And Harry kind of like tries to like play it down. Um, hold on, sorry. Uh, witches and wizards seem stunned that his closest living relatives took so little interest in the famous Harry Potter. I put in my notes here that for Hestia, who really is a stranger to Harry, um, to be more compassionate and know more about Harry's situation than his actual family, like, yeah, is so just disheartening and i think that this also gives me like chosen family vibes you know with mm. harry like harry very much has the chosen family um because his actual family is trash yeah mm -hmm. and i feel bad for him but yeah. he's found really great family so yes. truly why do you want to learn a new language where would you use it how would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language ac acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention, and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. 
It's got an audio companion and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and languages needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. If you're a muggle like me and you don't have Molly Weasley cooking for you every day, then you need to listen to this. Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Let me tell you guys, they are absolutely delicious. I have not met a factor meal yet that I didn't like, and my favorite is the jalapeno grilled chicken, cheddar cheese. Oh, it's so good. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for, guys? Two-minute meals, fuel up fast with Factors, restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They've got snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. Done the math for you. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing from six to 18 meals per week plus you can pause or you can reschedule your deliveries anytime no prep no mess factor meals are 100 ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping cooking no cleanup all of that head to factormeals.com slash flick 50 and use code flick 50 to get 50 percent off That's code FLICK50 at factormeals.com slash FLICK50 to get 50% off. So, of course, Harry's, like, used to this, right? He's like, it's fine. Like, honestly, it doesn't matter. Hestia can't believe this. And she's like, don't they realize what you've been through? Don't they realize what danger you're in? The unique position you hold in the hearts of the anti-Voldemort movement. She should have said the anti-thing movement and then maybe they would have understood. (laughs) The anti-Lord thing movement. (laughs) Right. And Harry's like, uh, no, they don't. They think I'm a waste of space, actually, but I'm used to. And suddenly Dudley's voice comes out of nowhere and he says, I don't think you're a waste of space. 
And Harry's thinking, if I hadn't seen his lips move, I never would have believed that he actually said that. And it helps that Dudley turned red. They're both embarrassed. And he's like, well, thanks, Dudley. And he just says, you saved my life. And Harry, instead of being like, yeah, you're right. Or like, you're welcome. He's like, not really. It was your soul that the Dementor would have taken. But like, like what does not time be Hermione, Harry? You're not logical. No. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And it's kind of dawning on Harry now that like throughout the summer, Dudley has sort of been trying to like reach out to him a little bit. That cup of cold tea from the last chapter that he like trotted on and was all mad about like it wasn't a booby trap after all so he's feeling pretty touched but like he's also really glad that Dudley's not saying more because like he doesn't know how to broach this whole situation so Aunt Petunia she bursts into tears but for the wrong reasons because her daughter's is so sweet and such a lovely boy for saying thank you and Hestia says but he hasn't said thank you at all he only said he didn't think Harry was a waste of space and Harry wants to laugh and be annoyed because Aunt Petunia is acting like Dudley saved him from a burning building. And he's like, yeah, but coming from Dudley, that's like, I love you. True. Mm-hmm. I love the way Jim Dale reads this part of the chapter. It's so good. It makes me want to go and like listen to it right now. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Vernon comes in shouting about needing to go. Uh, Daedalus and Hestia tell Harry good luck. No pressure. Quote, the hopes of the wizarding world rest upon your shoulders. Thanks. Like, I didn't know that and think about it every second of every day. Don't mess up. I highlighted that. I was like, that is such like a heavy, heavy send off, you know? It's literally him. Yeah. Uh, Dudley pulls away from his mother and goes to hold a hand out to Harry. Blimey, Dudley, said Harry over Aunt Petunia's renewed sobs. Did the Dementors blow a different personality into you? Dunno, muttered Dudley. See you, Harry. Yeah, said Harry, taking Dudley's hand and shaking it. Maybe. Take care, Big D. It's <laughs> the coolest send-off, I swear. I am so upset that they cut this from the movie because yes. it is such an important scene. They and filmed it. I can't it, yeah. I can't believe that they would have filmed that and not put it in. Like that is just uh, so dumb it's ridiculous and Dudley almost smiles which like I just love that they have this you know like Harry didn't need it but if he was gonna get it from any of his family members I'm glad it was Dudley because Dudley has the chance to be a good person he has that choice to make despite how he's been raised and as we have talked about molded into this certain type of person I like what Mike just said in the chat. He said, as bad as Dudley has been at times, you can see here the damage that Vernon and Petunia's poor parenting did. He's legitimately trying to reach out and make amends this summer, but he's so poorly adjusted that he has no idea how to do it. Yeah. I have so many thoughts on Dudley for like... A Felix Files. No. Well, we could. I mean, I can briefly mention them because we're crunch for time like really bad right now. But finish this and I'll say a few thoughts and then we're going to have to probably do a deadly Felix file next. Yeah. Okay. Um, so suddenly it's just Petunia and Harry and she was not expecting to find herself alone in the room with just Harry. And she says, well, goodbye. And she marches to the door without looking at him. And Harry says, goodbye. And then this is the last paragraph from this chapter. And I just cannot. She stopped and looked back. 
For a moment, Harry had the strangest feeling that she wanted to say something to him. She gave him an odd, tremulous look and seemed to teeter on the edge of speech. But then, with a little jerk of her head, she bustled out of the room after her husband and son. This is exactly what we were saying. Like, it's too much pride and shame. And, you know, like, you just... If you would have just admitted that you're wrong... I'm not saying you guys could have been, like, cozy family members. But it could have been some sort of resolution. Some sort of minimal bonding. Because you both lost someone very important to you in your lives. What do you think that she would have said? This is, like, my lightning bolt question to start it off. Oh. You have your mother's eyes. Well, I'm not <laughs> Hold on. Let me... Yeah, that's typical. <laughs> um, I would have hoped she would have apologized. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. Um, just some things to think about until a Felix file is done. Um, quote, it seemed that Dudley was struggling with concepts too difficult to put into words. After several moments of apparently painful internal struggle, he said, but where's he going to go? Think about that for a second, please. Um and the fact that he is still not leaving. So since he was attacked by the Dementor and saved by Harry, he's had years to hold on to these things because what he saw um, in his fear was who he actually is and what he is actually like. He saw the truth in himself. In six... Dumbledore finally gives the old one too to the Dursleys and says, you did not do as I asked. You have never treated Harry as a son. He has known nothing but neglect and often cruelty at your hands. The best that can be said is that he has at least escaped the appalling damage you have inflicted upon the unfortunate boy sitting between you. Both Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon looked around instinctively as though expecting to see someone other than Dudley squeezed between them. Us mistreat Dudders? What are you began Uncle Vernon furiously, but Dumbledore raised a finger for silence, a silence which fell as though he had struck Uncle Vernon dumb. I believe that in that moment, something definitely clicked with Dudley. It was confirmation of what he saw because of the attack with the Dumbledore, or the Dumbledores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Dementors. The Dementors, yes. Um, like an outside source confirming it to him. Yes. So it's not just something that's inside of his head. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely talk more about that. But I also think it is very interesting. The tears in which Petunia erupted with do not match what the situation is, nor has she gone to tears like that before. Has she doted on Dudley? Yes. But that's not... Why are you really crying, Petunia? Yeah. Why are you really crying? Hmm. It doesn't match the situation. That's something we can also talk about. Um, she has such a gigantic missed opportunity and I don't think her tears were for show. And I don't think her tears were for Dudley. Are they for Harry? Mm. Are they for what she's done? Probably. And yeah. what she could like, have done instead. 
but she still doesn't fix it. And that's the difference between Dudley and her. Vernon's on a whole other planet because he's, a, he's unsalvageable. She's on a different planet because she knows what she's done. She knows the severity of what she's done. And she and she and she yes she chooses to not go in the positive direction to fix it. Dudley was oblivious for so long, got an awakening, got a confirmation of an awakening, and took steps, baby ones, to attempt to fix it. Salvageable. Petunia is not. Vernon's a different story, and I have to still think about him, but he's trash too. I'm sorry. Mia found, that took up more time, but <laughs> no, it's okay. Mia found an article talking about what the author said on Pottermore about Petunia in that scene. Um, and it says that she wanted to suggest that something decent, a long forgotten, but dimly burning love of her sister, the realization that she might never see Lily's eyes again, almost struggled out of Petunia, but that she is not able to admit it or show those long buried feelings. Not for Harry, her sister's eyes. Yeah. Same with Snape. Right. It's like, gosh, this kid's his, his own person. Eyes. It doesn't matter. None of the, like... Like, I bet part ah. of her blames James for Lily's death, too. You know? And then yeah. James well, is yeah, Harry's father. It's the same goat. as... Right. Billy, stop, please. Lay about father, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hurry up. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about those things more in depth. I promise. Um... Nope. Rope asks, how do you think Dudley would treat his kids if they got accepted to Hogwarts? I think it would be fine. I think he would have learned his lesson. I think so I too. think it would have been maybe something he would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then would have been fine. I think he actually might be fearful because all he knows, really, all he's been allowed to know about the Wizarding World is the bad stuff. Right. So he, he hasn't actually seen see the it. joy. Yeah. That's fair. But he also has known after this the kindness of strangers yes with Daedalus and Hestia I hope that his time with them would also like mold him better yeah yeah Mm -hmm. how could you not be a better person and hang around Diggle (laughs) Um, Dusty Fur asks who would be your first choice of protection of the people that are still alive at this point in the book probs mad I do what now? I'm sorry. Who would be your first choice for protection? Oh. I would probably like, say am, am I eye. me? Like am I me? You're you, but like you're in a situation like the Dursleys where you have to go into hiding. Who would you want to be going with you to protect oh. you? I'd probably pick I Kingsley because I think he's really cool. Harry? Or Harry's got a job to do. You're gonna follow Harry around, help him out. Oh, maybe I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I stay at the burrow? That's probably, yeah, that would be nice. Okay. I would say Mad-Eye or the Weasleys. Um, okay, one more. Katie asks, what is the worst nickname Petunia has for Dudley? Diddykins. I hate Diddykins so much, or just Diddy. No. I call Fozzie Itty Bitty Diddy Bear. Yeah, but he's a dog. What about dogs? <laughs> uh, he is people. Excuse me. I mean, I get it. Dudders just sounds like dud. 
Yeah, it doesn't sound very nice, does it? This dog's going to be the death of me. <clears throat> All right. Fan story. Samantha from January 2022. Two episodes in a row, January 2022. Total accident. <laughs> That's awesome. Subject line, yeet. It's my Harry Potter story. This oh is important. God. This is important <laughs> for later. Just, you know. First and foremost, is anyone writing an email to one of your favorite podcasts? They must say, I adore you, all of you. I'm late to joining the Swish and Flick fan club 2022, baby. I started listening and could not stop. Thank you for finding us and sticking with us. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, here's my Potter story. I was six years old when the series started, so I didn't start my journey until I was in fifth grade. I was a youngin, and at that age, reading was not cool. I was a loner on my Potter journey. I spent days reading and even writing before fandom was even a thing. Who knew? I don't have a significant aha moment, but I'm taking the time to toot my own horn because how many 11-year-olds do you know that could sit down and read a whole but chapter book in one day? <laughs> a butt chapter. <laughs> but Katie chapter. censored herself. Yes, you read that right one day. Every single time there was a book released, my grandma would wait at our local Barnes & Noble to get the book for me as I was still a tiny tot and wasn't allowed out that late, even with grandma. I read almost every book in the time span of a couple it's a days. Good grandma. Mm-hmm. I lived, breathed anything Harry Potter. I'm now 30 years old, but in my mind, I'm only 23 and have Same. no friends that are nearly as big of a Potterhead as I am. This podcast makes me feel normal in the best ways possible. My fiance enjoys it, but doesn't know all the facts like we do. So again, I'm still a loner. Sorry squeak, squeak, that squeak, 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 you are squeak. getting Bill's filled really squeaks. Excited. He's so story. excited Can I have about that story. alligator? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to wait, okay? <laughs> Thankfully, he is, a f- is fully supportive of my Harry Potter-themed bedroom and actually has bought several items in there, including a huge tapestry of Hogwarts that covers my entire wall. Dude. That is absolutely beautiful. Thanks for making me feel normal and enjoy everything Potter related. P.S. I had a baby in November 2021 and named her Lily. Beautiful. And I have a six-year-old son who does not share my Potter obsession. So fingers crossed Lily will grow to love it and we can experience the magic together. There's still time. P.S.S. I only added Yeet to the subject line because it's a detention grabber. Thousand percent. That's why I looked at it right away. And here's a couple of pictures representing my fandom. So I think oh, she. Oh my tattoos. gosh! Yeah, Look at tattoos, tattoos, some tapestries, a little beeb. So oh cute. Thank Damn you cheeks. so much for your story and your lovely subject line. I'm glad that we didn't yeet your story and we read it. Yeet. <laughs> We don't uh-uh. eat any stories. <laughs> we eat no stories. No stories be yeet. All right, you ready for a joke? Yes. How can you tell if a giant squid likes you? I don't know, Katie. How? They'll ink at you. Tentacle. Oh. They'll ink at you. And then Katie winked mm. at me as she said it. You made me ink. <laughs> <laughs> you guys made me ink. All right. I don't think that we had a bingo again. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My cat, Tiffany. And oh, everything no. is the same as I mean, obviously there's more points, but same order. Ravenclaw is first, Gryffindor is second, Hufflepuff is third, and Slytherin is fourth. I really need to recruit some snakes, guys. Oh my god. I need We're you. So stinking close. I need you. What is this episode for? Your mom. Her redemption. I was say, Joe Mama. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was gonna say redemption. Uh, for we'll we can make it for Dudley. We yeah, for, Dudley. for Diddykins and redemption. <laughs> for redemption. For what? For redemption. For redemption. And shame. And shame. For shame. Okay. All right, kids. Thanks for hanging with us. I guess we're gonna go back to character profiles. If you're not a patron yet, now's the time. We're getting into the nitty gritty ditties. <laughs> the ditty gritty. The ditty gritties. All right, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muckles get you down. Amazing! my voice! Did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? Diarrhea? Yeah. Okay. It runs in your genes. Click on click, click. I mean, I clicked on click. What is it? What I said I clicked on clicked. 307. Philip, what you doing? I would love if Google Docs would work.